We're live. Yay. Yay. Welcome back, John. I'm back. Even though I technically wasn't gone, I was still in my house. I just wasn't able to podcast. Yeah, do you want to mention why? Or... Yeah, sure. Uh, last week, we had to rush Vagel to the vet, and uh, he had to get uh, knocked out a little bit as they did some work on him. They did some x-rays and stuff. So uh, I pretty much came home with Vagel around the time the podcast was supposed to happen, and he was uh, very loopy. He was very high that day, so yeah. unfortunately, uh, I had to keep an eye on him. Make sure he was fine. Sure. Sure. And now he has a gross paw. Now he has a turkey leg. Yeah. Now he is part turkey. It's a very, it's a very good uh, image. If you can but like find now it. When, when you like when you pet that leg now it's like at that point where the fur is growing back. So it's like super velvety soft. Oh, OK. Yeah. So it's weird petting him and just being like, here's normal fur. Oh, it's super soft. Did he <laughs> when when it first was shaved? Did he like look at it like what is this? Look at this weird thing. He he's very he was very unimpressed. Okay, yeah. Missed his nice his nice gloves, his, his nice yeah. boots. He goes outside with the the one exposed leg, so it just looks goofy. Sure, sure, <laughs> sure. Cute. We got some in the chat. Happy Animal Crossing Eve. Happy Animal Crossing Eve, indeed. I'm very excited to download that tonight. Yeah, man. It's Doom Eternal Eve. It's also, I already I'm have downloading that tonight as well. I got that it pre-installed. I, in fact, I think... Friday Eve. <laughs> I think people are saying you can actually play it already, so I'm wasting valuable Doom time doing I, this. I mean, I Doom, saw yeah, Doom this got morning, early. You could if you got on, like... um. New Zealand with like the Xbox. If you just switch your region over, they would let you go. I've also seen oh, okay. uh, down here, some, uh, GameStop announced that they will sell Doom a day early, but they won't sell Animal Crossing a day early. Just in tr- just to try to like disperse the crowds. Which, to be oh, fair, okay. that's actually really smart. It's a pretty smart one. Although I also heard that they yep. are just selling Animal Crossing early as well. <laughs> sure. <laughs> and yeah. But is it live for you guys? Like, can you play it on Steam right now in North America? It's through uh, Bethesda launcher. So if you buy it on Steam, I think it opens their garbage launcher. I'll okay. check the store right now. Um, yeah, you can buy it through Steam still. But anyways, it looks like it goes live at 10 hour time. So that's, that's Eastern the usual time. Midnight. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, says, so. it says coming 19 March. Yeah. Game on lock in two hours. I mean, well, let's it. uh, we'll help you. It's uh, already got 411 reviews. Very positive. <laughs> Great. Awesome. That's good. I guess. I, I mean, the reviews <laughs> that, that came out are really high for both the games. I'm quite excited. Yeah. 90 and 91, yeah. I think, between them. Doom's got the 90. Is that the Metacritic? Yeah. Right on. Yeah. I remember seeing like kind of like eight this nines. Was, this was like a really good week for game releases like uh, all, all like yeah. not, a bunch of 90 games came out in the past week this whole month man like we talked about ori last week <clears throat> um been good yeah good time yeah 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 good time to be a gamer yeah it is well, considering you, you know, can't leave your house exactly i'm home a lot i'm home a lot mm-hmm. a lot so <laughs> i was just I, I was thinking and i heard i heard um this is like a sentiment that austin walker said over on the waypoint radio podcast it's gonna be like we're gonna look back on years from now and be like yo do you remember that march in 2020 when we got to play so many video games yeah i mean yeah also 
as somebody who has had trouble finding good employment here, this has just been my life. <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. Yeah, this so, this this quarantine's just like, okay, so I don't I don't have to leave the house as much as or as little as I was. Okay, good. Yeah, it's probably pretty similar for you, John, just because you worked from home. Well, here's the thing. Like, all my work trips are canceled. Like, I had a trip in April. I had a trip in May. I had a trip in June. They're all mm. gone. Right. Yeah. How has, like, the stores been for you guys? Uh, <laughs> It depends. Fine. We went grocery shopping today. We we're going to pick up a couple of things we were missing. And... Yeah. uh. They had finally restocked a number of things, but except okay. for like obviously yeah. like toilet paper and that. But like we went two days prior or something like that. Our grocery store was like super empty. There were no eggs in the egg aisle. Like there was just tons of empty zones. And it was like really like kind of yeah. creepy. It's weird. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's it's gross because it feels apocalyptic, but that's only because hoarders did it. It's yeah, not like actually it's, because yeah. of the virus. It's I know. That's the line. worst thing. Yeah. I did go it's to Costco crazy. last weekend. Line yeah. out the door to get in. Which oh, was, my God. Which was All the videos of Costco lines are ridiculous. This was the crazy thing, though. Um, inside the store, because we went like when it opened, because we're like, OK, it's going to get nuts. Let's just go when it's open. Get it over with. It's going to be bad sure. no matter what we do. Yeah. We end in the store. Store was totally fine, except for the back where the toilet paper was. What? That's Dude. where everyone went. So like when we checked out, there was like one person in front of us. Like there wasn't long lines. The store wasn't full. Everyone just was flooded to the back. And you could tell we could tell there was a one like, you know, bulk toilet paper per person because everyone had only one. And, you you know, you'd think there'd be more if everyone is panic buying. And it was crazy listening to people whisper their strategies on how to get more. <laughs> like it would be like a couple shopping and each of them have a cart. So that they can each go get one. I saw a lady get a, a thing of toilet paper, bring her cart a few aisles away, park her cart, go back and get another toilet paper. <laughs> um, and then, you know, we're not getting any toilet paper. We're fine. We just bought a bunch of chicken. No one's hoarding the chicken, which is great. So I'm here for that. It's so funny because like if you look at real that. food, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like our grocery store, um, like the, the, the meat aisle was empty like nothing was there was i did see that weird. Oh, weird. yeah 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 uh mm. bread bread was going pretty fast at one of the stores i was at <clears throat> yep uh no milk milk is never getting hoarded <laughs> i've noticed that one there's it's all it's easy to get milk um but yeah, yeah. weird times weird times the issue we the funny thing we had was like all the gluten-free stuff was all left on the shelves no one wanted yeah. the gluten-free stuff sure yep Sure, yeah, I can see that. Um, yeah, anyway, uh, let's talk about some video games, though, because uh, this is the Top Down Perspective, and it is March 19th. I'm Sean Booker. I'm Paul Fleck. I'm John Wheeler. Uh, John, we missed you last week, so why don't you uh, start us off with what you've been playing? All right, just like everyone else, I've been playing Ori 2, even Orier. Yep. Yeah, me too. <clears throat> I finished it. Nice. Me too. What'd you guys think? Great. I like it. I, I love that game. All right. Yeah. I've only, I haven't played too much of it, but I, I was enjoying it a lot. I like the focus on combat. I like that there's actual bosses now. Uh, and the exploration just, yeah. just, just is good. <clears throat> My one gripe with it is I wish there were more bosses because the bosses are so fun. They're so good. I wish there was more of them. 
yeah, I kind of disliked all of it. There wasn't anything I really quite disliked. Uh, I kind of mentioned there that the spider boss last time was frustrating for me. Um, but nothing that like stopped me from the game. I hundred percented it. I found every single thing. Yeah. Ever. Same. And, and what's really great for me is the beating the game achievement is glitched. So I didn't get that. And Ooh. the collecting a hundred percent of the collectibles is glitched. So I didn't mm. get that achievement either. So I got a hundred points, not unlocking for me. Um, and they, the, the, the devs know about it and they're working on like a patch. So I'm just waiting for that. Um, that ending is fantastic. It's so good. Yep. Holy very, smokes. Very what a g- fantastic ending. That's got to be up there with one of my like favorite video game endings at this point. That's pretty high praise. It's very wow. good. It is a very good ending. I liked it. Like, I I, I mean, I'm just kind of spitballing. I haven't really thought about it, but I'd probably put it in like a top 10. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, I haven't wow. really thought about it either. It's very good. It's a good yeah, ending. I like it. Uh, but John, you're liking it more than the first one because you bounced off the first one pretty quick. Yeah, no, I, I've since beat the first one. Uh, played through the definitive edition. Yeah. That was game clearing last year. Uh, my main gripes with Ori 1 were no boss fights. I hated the chase scenes by comparison. They still have chase scenes in this one. Oh, I'm not shocked. I know I've already done a couple. But I'm just thinking like if they had both or had not focused as much on chase scenes, it wouldn't have been as jarring. But uh, I feel like they kind of answered that so far from what I played of Ori 2. I mean, they even I have don't like remember. speed runs now. I don't mm-hmm. even remember Ori 1 that much, but I do feel the chase scenes are more intuitive in how you move through them. Like, they're easier to read. Specifically, that tree in Ori 1 is fucking terrible. That is a yeah. terrible sequence. Yeah. Um, I don't, I've never had any problem in any of the stuff Ori 2 does. It's very easy to read and respond accordingly. And in turn... It feels fucking great when you finish a chase scene because it's like the music's swelling and you didn't fuck up. It just feels really cool. And then usually you have like a big thing at the end. I feel like you can feel the kind of experience that they gained from Ori 1 and Ori 2 in their development. I think I think they learned a lot of lessons from that first one. We were even saying there's a lot of a hollow Knight in this second game. There's a bunch of that. Yeah. Yeah, Like as soon as I paused the game and saw like the, the badge system or whatever you want to call that, I was like, wow, this is they they borrowed a lot. Didn't they? They did. Yep. Yep. But to good effect and, you know, having more NPCs in the side quest and the little hub area dialogue. I was shocked by too. Yeah. Yep. Um, how far in are you? Have you gotten to like, no, there's definitely a point that you will know. No, I can okay. I can tell you okay. right now. Confidence, no. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But no, well, I, keep I going. am enjoying it. Yeah, you. Sh- yeah, I yeah, do yeah. have uh, something I need to tell you, John, because I know how you play games. Yeah. Do not just go for the hundred percent completion in every area as you reach it, because I did that, and it will drive you crazy because you literally cannot until certain points in the game. Yeah, I mean, well, it's, it's a Metroidvania. I pretty much yeah. expected that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm still going to so, do it. And then when I'm like, all right, can't do that. Put a marker there, put a marker there, et cetera. Can you put markers in this game? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, okay. you can. I didn't know that. But I uh, it. I mean, it highlights the items if you get near enough to them anyway. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Um, I never bothered. Very good. Because I did already one on stream. I never bothered 100 percenting it, but we got like close, like 97. So sure. What yeah. are you playing on? Uh, Xbox. OK, g- good. Because we were we actually talked about what is John playing it on? You're playing an original Xbox? Uh, an X. Oh, interesting. Okay. I didn't know you had an X. 
I've had one for uh, a year and a half. Okay, well, news to me. We I thought mean, you were I barely be... play my Xbox, so that's probably why. Yeah, we uh, we thought you were on a, an OG. Uh, so we were really curious how it was running for you, because I'm playing it on an X, and it runs very poorly. Oh, really? Yeah. Weird, I you haven't have, had that You've had issue. no issues? No, not really. That's weird. That's crazy, because I played it pre- that is crazy. The day one patch and post- I was, was going to say, I know everyone complained pre-patch. Yeah, so. no, I still had a ton of issues Weird. after that patch. I, I still do have my original Xbox One. I can run it on that and test it for you later if you want. Because I, I got <laughs> I mean, the physical version. I, I'm i assuming it's going to be bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> if you're, I don't know. If you're curious to see what it what like well, I'm you, dealing with you've or what made we were dealing with now, before. so I might actually check that later. Interesting. That's weird okay. because on PC I do have a few hiccups as well. Even like with um audio specifically, not I video. Had no audio issues. It's so weird. So the issues I'm running into, uh, I said this last week, but for John, uh, tons and tons of hitching. Just like I'm doing jumping around, and the game just freezes. Hmm. Um, yeah, and it'll come back after so like bad. a solid two <laughs> seconds. They're not even. Now, just, like, I knew. Stutters. I knew they said they'd have some issues that they're still patching out after launch. But like that, literally, is what you described as the issues I had playing it on my original Xbox with the first yeah. game. <laughs> I also get a lot of um, <coughs> fast traveling. The game looks like it's about to explode. It looks so broken when I fast travel. Like it'll it'll oh. stay there for a while, or he's spinning, like trying to figure out okay where exactly <laughs> we're going. Then the whole screen goes white, and what? then just col- colors just flash. And then it starts what? to bi- li- then it literally builds the other scene like piece by piece really quickly. It's- All the colors are wrong. Like I'm saying like pinks and shit. <laughs> Is and your then Xbox it, like, catching together, on fire? And then, it, and then it hitches for a second and then it's good to go. Every time that, I fast travel. That sounds like it's catching on fire. You might yeah, want to literally, like, like, get it, that it reminded me out. of when my 360 like red ringed and I was playing Batman and all the colors like it got really fluorescent and pink and i was like is this a weird scarecrow joker trick and then my xbox broke it looks like that every time maybe that the is the best Joker's trick, trick of all yeah. yeah um every time i fast travel like i do not know why it's running so poorly for me the worst the biggest one though is the hitching going in and out of the map because i do that every like yes now that almost. i did notice that i did notice okay it that takes a while to load the map. Like, and I'm just like, what's and happening? And getting out. Getting out, like, the game has to pause for a sec to figure out what's going on. Hmm. Uh, which is annoying, but I'm glad to hear you're not getting those issues. I'm curious. Well, I wonder why I'm getting all those issues. I um, mean, maybe I, I just don't. I haven't played the game in a while, so maybe I just don't remember them. But I definitely hmm. don't think that it's that. Like, I played it on stream, so like, there's footage of me playing it. Yeah, no, I, I'm mine's just running weird for some reason. I don't know what's going on. And I liked the first one. They got they got me on record saying I liked the first one, so they should be appeasing mm. me. I don't think that's how that works. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Other than that, uh, I've been playing Voxelgram. I'm actually playing through it right now. Uh, playing through it on the Switch at the moment, trying to get through it. I am at a puzzle like 120, 130. Okay. I think I'm on puzzle three of that game. Yeah. There's about 170 <laughs> outside of the tutorial, so, or something like that, 160, 170, so nearly done it i am enjoying yeah. it though it, it is nice to see uh 3d picross back that's why i'm a bit surprised that sean that you're not super into it right now but i guess with considering everything else 
it's it's kind of an issue of everything else and murder by numbers primarily. Murder yeah, by numbers, no, yeah. That's yeah. fair. Uh, I also I had mentioned this to uh, Paul. Are you are you playing um with the touch screen? Nope. No. Con- yeah, controller, which is what I was doing. The X axis is inverted when you rotate the cube. Uh Not really, no. Yeah, it is. <clears throat> I have not noticed it. <laughs> to be perfectly honest. Okay. Well, I'm pretty sure Prob- it's inverted, and that was throwing me off quite a bit. Um, hmm. But anyway, like I don't it's, it's like it's like either. it's like clockwise and counterclockwise, which is which is what I've been realizing. So I got used to it pretty fast. Yeah, I have 133 done out of 170. So like, I could wrap this up tonight if I tried hard enough. Sure. Yeah. But uh, the reason I haven't been really focusing too much on it is because mm-hmm. I'm now playing Final Fantasy 14 online. I have seen this because um, it shows me on the Xbox when you're playing PC stuff. Um, oh, OK. Yeah, I don't I don't know why. I just whenever you guys play PC stuff because you're somehow you're like signed into the like Microsoft app at the same time or whatever. Weird. So I see you on my Xbox friends list of what you're playing. And there's a little sure. PC icon. So I've been seeing this. I am fascinated. Why are you playing Final Fantasy 14 online? Uh, so originally I was going to play it because Reese and I Reese loves the game she's she's like fully done through the game she plays it weekly practically daily like it like it's her favorite game like it's so (laughs) okay (laughs) all right then but um last week for stream or like I guess two weeks ago I asked uh on Twitter like hey I don't know actually know what I want to stream today uh anyone have any suggestions and Reese snuck in and said you know play 14 and a bunch of people were like yo I'd watch that so uh I was like Reese do you want to teach me how to play Final Fantasy 14 and she uh she did a stream with me last week uh had me go through the beginning stuff in 14 so I've already I own the game because I wanted to play specifically as a Viera so I had to I had to buy the game so I've got all the content in that which gives me 30 days so okay. I've been pl- I've been playing out the free 30 days, basically. Right. I, okay. I'm assuming you're planning to play like pay past that. Mm-hmm. Not at the moment. Oh, OK. Yeah. Are you playing and I don't really know 14 that much. I just know a lot of people kind of hate the first like 40 hours. If you don't just use like the level jump to the good stuff. How are you doing this? Uh, I mean, I haven't played an MMO since like Ragnarok online. So, but this is pretty much what I expected. <laughs> yeah. So are you so. playing like the beginning stuff? You're not jumping to. I am playing the beginning loving? stuff. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> I can definitely see why people complain about that. Uh, it is very slow, but also it's, you know, it's been a nice chill thing to play while I'm like doing something else. Like since thanks yeah. to all the, uh, all the schedule shifting I've had to do, I've had to like work around other things so i'll keep it in the background and like run do a mission while i'm like working on like a spreadsheet or something okay so it hasn't been too bad i heard it gets so much better later on i stopped playing yeah, everyone I has hate told me that everyone says realm reborn is the <clears throat> is worse than everything else they've done and apparently like, i considered soon, soon, soon they're remaking skip. the realm reborn stuff apparently so in in the next couple months Weird. they're gonna redo realm reborn so it's not as slow okay but it's too late for me i'm there i'm doing it It sucks dude that shit sucks the beginning stuff i want to see that stuff that's real cool that people Mm. tell me about but they're like the only catch is 
you have like a hundred hours to get to that. It's like, oh, fuck it then. <laughs> or yeah. maybe I'll buy that like skip or something. I don't know. Yeah, I'm assuming you can buy just like a thing where it's like, hey, here's a fully leveled character so you can go right to the you, new you can, content. Yeah, you can get like a, a level 50 boost or whatever it is they call. You, yeah. you can get a boost to the start of whatever content you want, basically, like for the stuff coming up. So I don't know. I've considered it. Yeah, so far. Are you I've enjoying it? it? It's it's all right. I'm not yeah. I'm not an MMO guy, but uh, right. it sounds like you're not going to get to the good stuff if you only have a month. Probably not, but like, yeah. I mean, it might be one of those things where I'm like, hey, like, uh, do you want me to like hop in and play a game for a bit, and I'll like reconnect my account or something for a bit. I'm, I, sure. this is, it's nice. I at least haven't had the experience. Because, like sure. I said, yeah. last MMO I played was was Ragnarok Online, so it's it's been a sure. while. Sure. I wanted to see what all the hubbub was. I can definitely see why people like it, but uh, I don't. I don't know if it's going to be my thing, especially considering I was going to say, especially how limiting uh, considering how limiting my time was for playing games at home. But I guess that uh, this might have been the right time for it. So, yeah, yeah. that's true. So we'll see. Yeah. Yeah, very true. The best time to be playing video games or so I'm yep. told. Also, it's uh, great to play if you just like have videos to watch or podcasts to listen to because yeah. you don't have to pay attention to like anything except for your buttons. Or if you're waiting for something to render or just like all these other things. So I mean, I've had yeah. it's been it's been a good out for a lot of different reasons. Sure. But yeah, that's pretty much all I've been playing. All right, Paul, keep going. All right. Talked about Ori. Yo, let me talk to you about Mega Man Zero because somebody got me that Zero collection because they wanted me to try those out. So I've been playing them. You that first game the- sucks. Yeah, you hadn't played the Zero <laughs> games before? Dude, they're no, not they're not nice. Like they're they're fun games, but like they are not nice. Oh my god. Okay. First of all, apparently this series gets really good. Also, yes. story stuff wise, it's actually really okay so far. There's weird shit going on. Yeah. That first game fucking sucks. Holy That first fuck. game is brutal. <laughs> the first game that- is super rough. <laughs> I um, I I grew up with that series and I'm like I never want to play through the first game again. <laughs> That first game fucking sucks. Uh, I think I it really it really dawned on me when I finally beat a boss, and then I had to escape, and I got crushed instantly by the like level falling down on me. <laughs> yep, and I had to do like all of it again. That sounds like that game. Oh also, the run up to that boss is just like a bunch of corridors with shit everywhere to like try to dodge or fight. So here's the big problem, right? And this is my fault. I'm going to admit that. I'm going to admit this is my fault. But Don't tell me you played on hard. Don't tell me you played on hard. No, 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 no. Well, Good. yes, kind of, but no, God but not it, actually. Paul. I didn't know how to use elemental attacks, so I was playing on vanilla the whole way through until the final dudes. Oh! So oh, I was just like... So you were fighting everyone without and weaknesses? Do- without any weaknesses at all. Oh my all. God, dude. Just using sword... <laughs> And it was so hard. Holy shit, dude. It was so hard. (laughs) It was so hard. I was like, why does nobody talk about this game as the hardest video game ever made? Like, Dark Souls isn't this hard. Like, what? And then that dude was just like, okay, just, like, hold down the, like, attack. Oh. Oh, my God. There's weaknesses. (laughs) 
It's like the light bulb went off and then it's just like level, 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 just like going through it. Because by this time I've been forged in the flames of like yeah, just you, the you're, worst you're shit. You're good enough to play that game on hard now because of that. <laughs> I'm so mad. Also, that game is like, I was saying that game is like the perfect definition of when a game has a real cool idea, but you can tell they haven't figured out how to implement it yet because there's so many cool ideas in that that I'm excited that for like better versions of that game to come out basically or for yeah, me to play when, them. Yeah. When you get to zero two, you're going to feel a world of difference. Zero two feels yeah. like what zero should have been from what I remember, but it's been so long since I've yeah. gone back. I don't think I remember everything. I'm zero so excited. Was, yeah. So I played five hours of it to just get to the end. What I'm told is the end where like the base is being attacked. And apparently it's like split into four big parts or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and I was told, yo, like you can do this another day. You're going to be here a while still. So I was like, okay, fair enough. I So that's where I'm at. I'm excited to get that done because I hear two, three and four are way better. And I'm really, really excited because there's some really fucking cool ideas in there. That first game is just terrible, though. It plays like shit. Yeah. I really no, don't the, like the it. The series dramatically improves in the jump from one to two. Uh, and I loved cool. one as a kid, but now I'm like, no, I would never go back and play through all of that again. What? Dude, I was likening it to like people that liked Mega Man 1 like as a kid. Yeah. Like, that is a game that you play yeah. when you're a kid. And then you like it forever. And if you don't, Mega Man 1's terrible. It's one no, of the worst totally games. No, you're totally right. It's, it's, it's yeah. the perfect comparison. I yeah. four did not grab my interest enough to make me to finish it, but I finished one, two, and three, and I definitely remember liking two and three a lot more. I heard, I mean, the guy who got it for me, like said, two is his favorite one out of them. So yeah. I'm excited to see that one, and then like I'll do the X ones after to check those out as well. But yeah. it's but been like, fun. Like, it's been cool. Hopefully, you enjoy all the story stuff because they they did some crazy story stuff in it that I liked. And like, and, and Integrates is so now like far. one of my favorite devs. So like, they've made a lot yeah. of cool stuff since. But you can definitely tell like this was them figuring shit out. So far, like I, the story stuff is what's keeping me going. It's so fucking cool so far. I'm excited to see where it goes. And uh, now my weighted clothing is off, so nothing can stop me in that game. Basically, you did it. Uh, <laughs> in in uh, more recent news, the Resident Evil 3 remake demo came out today, and it is about 15 minutes long if you play it normally. I played it for four and a half hours. Jesus Christ. So, <laughs> yeah. Were you knifing um, Nemesis? What were you doing? <laughs> I did just, like, go around, collect all the ammo I could, and see if you can even take out Nemesis. Pretty sure you can't, because I put about 100 bullets in him and, of different weaponry, and, like, two grenades and tried to knife him a few times. Anyways, yo, that game's amazing. That game is going to be, like, my game of the year, probably. Well, that's probably not true. There's actually a big problem I've realized with these games, and it's that when you have a series that keeps remaking, like, its classics, there's some diminishing returns, where the biggest, like, holy shit, this is amazing thing was when they remade the first one on GameCube and then released it in HD later on. Yeah. And then 2 was a little less so, and I feel like three is a little less so even still. It's because you already know the story. Like that's the problem. Probably not yeah. going to be many surprises. I'm sure there's going to be some. It's a weird difference where like it's not I'm excited to see where they go with it. It's I'm excited to see how they play pay homage to the thing I already things. know. Yeah. 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 So it doesn't have like as much staying power maybe in my mind. But uh, either way, Nemesis is a motherfucker. He is scary as shit. And I like, yo, people thought Mr. X was scary. 
that's just fucking hilarious. Yeah, I was going to ask you, how does he compare to Mr. X from from Remake 2? He consistently chases you when he's around. Like, you leave the room, he will, like, go into that room, and even if you're in a safe room, he'll just wait for you. Like, he wants you dead. He wants to fucking kill you. (laughs) Or, like, you get too far, he'll just, like, jump off the screen onto a roof somewhere or, or whatever. I don't know where the fuck he goes. And then he jumps down in front of you randomly because he wants to fucking murder you. Oh, that sounds amazing! It's fucking terrifying. Oh, fuck, I haven't played through Remake 2 yet. Now I want to play this. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And then, of course... When does 3 come out? It's not next month, is it? It is next month. Yeah. It is next month. Okay. It's a couple weeks away. Well, you'll have plenty of time. Um, um, Because it's not like Final Fantasy is coming out or anything. Uh I mean, a week. It's a week. Okay. Digital download. Yeah. Yeah. I can get through this probably in that time. Um, Jill's a badass because she should be. She's fucking ex-military and, you know, like a special tactics squad. So she has like the dodge that if you do a perfect dodge, you can like click the aim button and she'll automatically just like aim at a zombie's head and fucking destroy him after the dodge and shit like that. Oh, dude, the game's so good. It's so good. I can't wait to get into more of it. But in your opinion, how how good does it it? feel to two? Sorry, how does it what feel? What what Sean said, yeah, he stepped over each other. Yeah, Sean said, how does it feel? (laughs) How does it feel? Uh, I said, how good was it? But oh, (laughs) it plays like two. It plays uh, like two, but with the characters that like with a character that knows how to like move around and dodge stuff and yeah very cool so it's very so you cool. say it feels like an actual progression from two to three it feels like if you were to take like put more action into the game without going what they did in like six with explosions and actually put it into like how it f- moves that's what they did here basically it's like still a horror thing but there's definitely more action and like you feel so like, like you the can step move from like better. four to five or from three to four. Like it's hard to explain, but like literally the step from two to three from back in the day, even because there was a dodge move in the original one. Oh, yeah, but that's it right. was just Joke shitty. It was just shitty. <laughs> uh, it's mm-hmm. way better in this one, but it's still kind of yeah. shitty because everything has to be a little shitty in Resident yeah. Evil. So you would say this feels better than Remake 2 did or? This definitely feels more. Like, if you wanted more of an action-y thing. If you want more of a horror experience, 2's way more of that so far. Like, okay. Nemesis is more like, this thing is stressful to deal with, more than he's like, this thing is, like, terrifying me, just the fact that he's around. Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, that's cool. all I've been playing. Sean? Right on. Um, I meant to talk about this last week, and then somehow I just forgot. I played through all of that new Plants vs. Zombies uh, shooter. Um, oh, the neighborhood one? The neighbor battle for Neighborville? Yeah. It was just randomly on a like a free weekend for Xbox. Um, and it was co-op, so my buddy and I just played through the entire campaign. Uh, cool. I don't know. It's fine. It's, it's nothing great. What's kind of interesting is the hub world when you're selecting your mode... Um, you're, char- you're, you're playing as your character. It's not just a menu. And 
you know, you can choose if you're playing as a plant or a zombie. And then there's a section in the middle, like each of them have their own area. And then there's a section in the mid- middle where you can just fight each other just kind of randomly. Kind of similar to like, you know, like uh, a lobby in Fortnite while it's waiting to like collect everyone. It just kind of has that at all times. That was kind of interesting. Uh, I will say, though, the boss fights suck. They're so bad because every oh. boss fight has <clears throat> it has like three stages. But they, it's, it's, it's not exactly like the le- boss is like improving or evolving between stage. It's just here's, you know, three times the boss is going to sparkle rainbow for no reason. And now they're invulnerable and you have to do some bullshit while you wait for that to end and then you can keep fighting the boss it's just an annoying padding and every single boss has it um, oh man so you're doing these like really easy fights and then it's like oh well, hang on hang on we got to slow this down a little bit this needs to take a bit longer um i will say that the final boss is actually pretty good and it reminded me like a straight up like ratchet and clank level boss um where you're just jumping and platforming and doing some cool stuff so the ending boss is fun uh, the rest of it's uh, pretty just kind of mediocre. Um, but that game's fine. It's it's totally whatever. Yeah. Uh, I also played through all of the Division 2's new DLC, Warlords of New York. Uh, yep. I guess just the campaign. Um, like I was saying to Paul, uh, I, I feel like the season pass extra content stuff is a, is more grindy than I want it to be. I like just kind of playing the new missions, seeing what there is for that. And going through them. Uh, I liked that DLC quite a bit. <clears throat> the levels were pretty cool. The boss fights were definitely really cool in the environments you go. If you're like some weird underground mine. Um, there was a dude who kept making holograms of himself. That was fun. Uh, you're on like a ship. The final boss was pretty fun. Um, it reminded me of and I didn't play it, but I watched uh, some streams of the the raid uh, with all the drones and stuff, there's some of those things come in in that final mission, and that was a lot of fun because um, there's a bit more to those fights besides just don't get shot and keep and keep shooting. You have to like go to certain spots and you have to take out different things. It um, is cool the whole like fighting another division or X division agent and him using all of that gadgetry that you use. Yeah, against and he you. can mess you up fast. Like yeah. the, the squad I was with, it was my buddy and then just two randos. We were getting, we were losing, like we were wiping quite a bit, especially compared to the rest of the game <laughs> where we would wipe pretty much never. This is sure. again, story difficulty because that's all you can play the first time through. Uh, but yep. then you get to him and it's like, if two of you go down, you might as well just get wiped because there's no way you're going to be able to pick them up. Um, yeah, he's rough. He's sure. rough, but in like a fun way, like we actually really had to be like, all right, it is serious mode time. We got to play strategic. We got to play smart. We can't just run and gun. Uh, we got to call things out. So that was, that was cool to see. Um, that was a fun, that was a fun uh, mission. I, uh, I'm looking forward to, you know, kind of whatever they're doing next. Division's a fun yep. game. Yep. Uh, the numbers sure. just keep getting bigger. <clears throat> yep, they do. Um, and then apart from that, I'm just locked home. Did I mention, um, San Francisco Bay area is in a, is locked down. Like we're not even supposed to leave or like I think, house? I think it's against the law to leave. To leave your if house you don't have a good reason, yeah. The city, Jesus, I'm, yeah. Like, uh, I think I can go to the grocery store, and that's about it. Yeah, like uh, here in Calgary, like all public uh, situations are like shut down. Like, there's no like gyms. There's no uh, right. Gym yeah, no gyms is really annoying me for sure. 
Um, but yeah, so just playing tons of games these days. Uh, but let's do some of the news. Uh, a bunch of like pretty big news came up. Uh, we got the specs for both the Xbox uh, Series X and the PS5. Uh, let's start with the X, uh, just because it kind of came out first. I think it was Monday they dropped this, maybe Tuesday. Can't I think remember. you're right with Monday. I think you're right with Monday. Um, but I actually uh, brought up a, a comparison guide, too. We'll get to that in a bit. Um, this seems like a beefy console, the Series X. Uh, I don't know how much you guys were following this with all the kind of additions they're adding. 12 I teraflops. A, I filed a couple things, so. Yeah, if anything jumped out to you, there was some discussion about uh, it needing proprietary external drives. Yeah, Seagate specifically made like little tiny expansion one terabyte uh, memory cards that you that the Xbox One uses. The Xbox One X, right. or sorry, the Xbox Series X. Uh, Series X. It still will let you use USB drives, but you cannot load games on them. The drive has, you have to move the game onto the actual Xbox SSD drive to play the game. Right, and it's actually more specific than that. Larry Herb, you know, the internet's Major Nelson uh, tweeted kind of an, a little more of an explanation. And I'll just read his tweet. You can continue to use your USB 3.1 plus external hard drives on Xbox Series X and run Xbox One, 360, and OG games directly from the external USB oh, hard drive. Okay. Games optimized for Xbox Series X and Velocity Architecture need to be run from the internal SSD or the expandable storage drive, which are these proprietary memory cards. Yeah. So it sounds like backwards compatible stuff will work fine, but if you're running like a like the Xbox Series X, X SKU version of the game, you cannot do that from just a standard USB drive. So now the question becomes, how much are those things going to be? Because that, that is the thing that people always complain Sony doing. The uh, right. with the Vita and this, the this PSP. is the worst thing with the Vita for sure. Um, I mean the 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 X the, the Series X does still have a terabyte in there, so I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but we we've shown that like after a while that doesn't mean shit all. Like was it Red Dead Redemption Two takes up a quarter of that? Sure, that's true. I, I mean I have a terabyte and it's pretty rare I fill it up. I I. I you know, I delete my games pretty regularly. I'm not playing that many at once. Um, mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. and again, you can't, like you said before, you can move things off and on if you do have the external which, one. So which thank God for that. Yeah. Who knows how fast that, that speed will be, but um, yeah, I, I'd be curious how much these will cost too. I can't see them going for crazy amounts because everyone hated that thing. Like, why would they just follow that? But who knows? Maybe they felt um, they didn't have a choice. That that's that must have been the case. Like they said, like this is the only way we can do it, uh, and that's probably why it's a proprietary thing. But who knows? That one's a little weird. Um, they talked a little bit about the controller a bit more. It has a share button. It's got a uh, like uh, grips on the triggers. Uh, what was else? It's like two percent smaller to fit more people's hands. 12 okay. teraflops, that's a number you should definitely remember. Um, and then let's talk about the PS5. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Sony had their basically the replacement for what their GDC talk was going to be, where yeah. they kind of detailed this stuff. Uh, Mark Cerny came out and talked about it. And wow, it was the most boring presentation ever. Because it, it's a GDC talk. They're not normally exciting. Right. Um, I totally get that. I feel like that should have oh. been like vocalized a little more because I don't think anyone or the majority of people knew that. Because if you were watching like the Twitch chat, it was all just like Z, 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 Z. Also, um, he's, his voice is just really soothing and like sure. he's kind of boring yeah. too. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. Very I was going to put that ass. on actually to like go to sleep the other night because <laughs> it has a very, very nice voice. Tell me about the Teraflops, Mark Cerny. <laughs> um <laughs> So I've, I, I pulled up a little uh, table kind of comparing the two of them so we can compare and contrast to sure. me. And it's it's hard to do exactly one to one because they use some different terminology, but it seems like the Xbox is a bit more powerful. Uh, yeah, from what people are saying, the actual GPU and CPU are stronger. So in the GPU, Xbox got 12 teraflops. The PlayStation 5 has 10.28. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, the, the memory bandwidth the uh, we have for Xbox is 560 gigabytes a second. Uh, the PlayStation 5 is 448 gigabytes a second. Uh, Series X is going to have a one terabyte SSD. PlayStation 5 is going to have an 825 gigabyte SSD, which is such a weird number to pick. Yeah. Like at that point, why don't just like do the extra little bit get to that one terabyte like 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 i'm assuming maybe maybe that's like outside of the usual like os data maybe i'm hoping i'm really hoping that's also like not even shrunk down from that as well because that would be awful well i would assume this is going to be the biggest number they can say so the os will take some up too because if this was one terabyte and then you had to minus the os they would say that because that's how like apple does it with their phones like they would want to have that number on there right yeah, that's a fair point, but still, it looks really like weird. It's it's a weird number. Like, what what is eight? Nothing's eight twenty five. What? That's not a weird. Like, it, yeah, it's a weird choice. Um, and then they both have four K uh, Blu Ray drives. Um, it thinks it looks like PlayStation Five can do external storage on it, like normal stuff, uh, normal SSDs. Uh, so I don't I don't really know exactly what that would mean. Uh, we'd have to kind of see. They're both eight cores. Uh, the CPU on the Series X is at 3.8 gigahertz versus the PlayStation 5 at 3.5 gigahertz. Seems like the X beat it out just by a little bit. Yeah. So uh, the real thing that everyone's been saying for the PlayStation 5 versus the uh, the Xbox is the read speed for the uh, for the internal storage. The 5.5 gigabytes per second read and typically eight to nine gigabytes compressed. That's the thing that they were trying to push with their GDC talk. And I've seen a lot of developer buzz being like, this is going to change how loading works. And this might even change how like first party games work. Problem they can is, literally load stuff behind the player's back as the player is turning. It's extraordinarily yeah. fast. But yeah. Uh, yeah, no, but Microsoft, I don't know if they even said what Microsoft's uh, SSD's read speed is, but it's going to be significantly slower and bottlenecked from what people have been saying. So, so that's why the numbers you just gave. Mm-hmm. Sorry, go ahead, Paul. The reason why it's 825 is because they literally built this SSD with them. They didn't just put one in, even a custom one. This is a SSD built for their system, apparently, to go with like their uh, GPU and 
everything. Like it's very, very custom built. So it all works together as one ecosystem, even though it's like a lower number basically on everything. Yeah. So the real question is, is is that going to be a big (laughs) enough difference to matter to people? That's going to be the real tell. I can only speak for myself. You know, I know game sizes are getting bigger, so I'll even round up a bit. That's like one extra game I can install on the Xbox. That's doesn't mm-hmm. that's not make or break for me, really. Yeah. Um. That, but you know, who knows what the next generation of games is going to look like? Um. You know, there was a time where I only had one game installed on my 360, but now games as a service, I keep games around at all times. Yeah. I'm, I'm someone that has a library of Rock Band mm-hmm. DLC that I just always want to have there. So who knows sure. what it's going to be like in the next, in the next uh, gen? Who knows? Yep. For sure. I mean, I'm not getting Xbox at all. Because I have a PC. I'll just that thing looks like a tank. Holy smokes, that thing looks like a tank. I, I will definitely the, be... Depending on the price, I'll be a day one for Xbox. I'm going to get sure. them both. Day one, as, if I can. Yeah. I'm going to try my best. I'm curious because uh, they haven't still haven't shown what the PS5 is going to look like. They're still right. being weirdly like coy closed. about it. Yeah, they are. Because even if E3 had happened this year, they straight up said they weren't going to be there. So, like, when are they showing this off? Well, they yeah. probably would have had their own show, like the PlayStation Experience. But yeah, like, but you get what I mean, right? Like, normally, like, that's our time frame of like, all right, this is usually when a company's going to play their major hand, show off their new hardware and stuff. Like, were they going to do something around that time anyways? Or Yeah, who knows? And what yeah. does it mean now that everything's canceled? But, yeah. I mean, if you think of the last gen... They announced both of them at E3 and then they shipped that holiday. So it's still yeah. ahead. Of, it's still early now. Compared. Oh, I just noticed I looked at your little thing here. You said you don't know what the the throughputs on here for the Xbox. So 5.5 raw and eight or nine gigs compressed for PlayStation 2.5 or 2.4 raw and 4.8 compressed for. So Xbox. literally half. Yeah. Like mm. at, PlayStation is really seems to be wanting it so that like their developers make proprietary games for their stuff that like just work better on it. And like maybe a PC that probably won't work as good on Xbox. I think that seems to be where their knives are. Right that now. makes sense in a way. And it makes me wonder how significant the difference between the two will be in the long run. Like, well, the, the this optimized is the version. Yeah. Like, is it going to be a case where like everything runs better on PS4, uh, PS5? So it's like the preferred system if you're a multi-plat player. And this is the thing is that like, depending on like what, let's say unity, right? Yeah. If unity doesn't have a thing to take advantage of PlayStation's thing, it means literally nothing. At this point, I feel like that hasn't been an issue since like the PS3 days. Like even now, the PS4 and the Xbox One are so similar, and the only thing yeah. that really differentiates them is like your ecosystem and then the services involved. But in terms of the hardware, these things are pretty similar. I'm wondering if it's one of those things though, where they're obviously going to have their Sony first-party studios to just be like, "We're building for this thing." Which means that game will always be Sony. Like they, yep. it locks them into that forever because it just won't work on Xbox. I wonder if there's some of that going on too. That's one of my concerns. Yeah, that's what I'm curious. Well, about. Sony has. They're slowly bringing their stuff to PC. It seems like that's becoming a bit of an initiative. Right. They with a uh, Death Stranding and then Horizon Zero Dawn. 
So that right. might be a bigger push next gen to, as well. Right. I mean, one other yeah. thing about the PS5 we never really mentioned, uh, backwards compatibility. Uh, that good point. Yeah. So Xbox has, they've been really good this generation about backwards compatibility. Like their, their yep. Xbox one runs things back to the original Xbox. Right. And uh, not, not everything. X. And they keep adding on. Yeah. Right. Well, they've, they've stopped no longer. They're not adding any more backwards compat. They stopped that a few months ago. They basically said we're, we've added all that we're going to. Oh, did they? Uh, I thought they were just like taking a break for series X and then they were going to get back to it. Because they've already um, said that Series X will run Xbox One, and then they've said it will also still run your 360 and original Xbox stuff. Right. So the way I interpreted that is it'll basically run anything an Xbox One can run, mm. which is this selective mm. library of the backwards compatibility. Because like I said, they said they were basically done the backwards compatib- that compatibility initiative. They've added all gotcha. that they're going to. Okay. Um. I, I haven't myself. I can't recall them saying they're starting it up again, but the way I, but yeah, they have said it's going to run all four generations of Xbox. And I just kind of interpreted that as it can basically run whatever an Xbox one can, which is all Xbox one games. Yeah. Plus, yes. You know, most of these other ones, blah, 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 that makes which sense. is still really impressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, PS five. They've stated that they have tested the backwards compatibility of most of the top hundred PS four <laughs> games. Yeah, and yeah, that that, that will be avail- that most yeah the most popular hundred uh, uh, PS4 games, and that will be roughly what the backwards compatibility will be at launch. Yeah, that's weird. I thought they were doing a huge initiative of trying to get I thought so further too. back. That, yeah, that yeah. rumor um, that they had going around for everything in the PS1, I kept saying like that's too ambitious. It, it doesn't financially make sense. It does seem crazy, yeah. especially because they hadn't set anything up. Like Xbox has been working on this for years. Yeah. setting up this backwards compatibility. Um, I mean, launching with that would have been a crazy, like, wow, look at this. Totally. But it does seem like yeah. a huge undertaking. Like, it's really ambitious for sure. Um, yeah. It does seem, yeah, that it's just going to be those 100 PS4 games. Yep. Which is probably what, you know, the majority of players, that'll satisfy them. Yeah. Um, I mean, it just fair, doesn't look great when you're comparing the two. Yeah, but like, sure. let's keep in mind, like, Xbox One was pretty much the same when it launched. Like this is literally like they're just an entire generation behind at this point. By by PlayStation Six, they'll be caught up, essentially. Sure, sure, yeah. I mean, there's no other way to put it. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, yep. yeah, right. They're like you were saying, like their their way they've been going this generation's been a little odd. The way they've been treating this current coming generation. Well, they're so. still in the lead, so they kind of can. Yeah, but last That's time they true. did that, the PS3 came out. Yep. <laughs> no, it, it's like it keeps leapfrogging back and forth. Yeah. That's so weird, we'll see. Yeah. Hopefully they just don't limp into this next gen. Yeah. Uh, Paul, if you want to continue with the ones you added. Yeah, Exit the Gungeon, that thing that came out on Apple Arcade that I was lamenting I didn't have Apple Arcade to play is finally available <laughs> on, on Steam. It's also and, on uh, a no it, on uh, Switch. And as well. on Switch. On yeah. Switch, yeah. Yeah. So that is available. I have not tried it yet, but I am raring to go at any time I, now. Everything I've seen about that looks really good. Yeah, I'm excited. A new Overwatch hero came out. I literally know nothing about this, but apparently it's news. I don't know what she does. Her name is Echo. She was rumored uh, for like a long time because she was like a spirit robot or something. Like I remember back when I was playing. This yeah. is a rumored upcoming character. Um, 
I didn't look into it because I'm I'm pretty disconnected from Overwatch. I do know this yeah. is the last one they're adding um, until Overwatch 2 comes now. Yeah. Yeah, I was honestly surprised they announced another hero considering. Yeah, me too. Yep. yep. Uh, I think she's on the PTR as well right now. But that sounds not 100 percent sure. Yeah. Uh, in more news, I wish I could tell you more about. I can just give you the basics is there's a Hearthstone expansion. Ashes of Outland, which adds a new hero for Illidan, um, the demon hunter. And apparently his whole like deal and that whole like class of cards focuses on minions you play. That when they die, they get reshuffled back in your deck stronger. So they come back stronger after they've been taken out. Um, Making for like hard, like pretty hard late game uh, strategies, but also like they're pretty strong to begin with as well. Uh, Strike me down and I will only come back stronger than you ever imagine kind of feeling. Exactly. That's right. I think I heard this was the first like character added since the beginning of the game. Yeah. So completely new hero, as in like not just like a skin, like literally like warrior, priest, mage, like a whole archetype of hero added. Uh, So pretty big. Um, I wish I cared more. I don't really. But like it's for people that do. There you go. Huge. Uh, Nintendo had an indie direct, the indie world showcase. Indie direct. With one of the uh, people giving uh, narration, John Vignocchi. Uh, yeah, that, that, yeah. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So a whole bunch of stuff here. Uh, I guess, like, did you guys watch this thing? Yes, I did. I- I'm going to kind of preface this with I didn't think much of this was like a big deal. I mean, it's an indie direct. That's that was the, the whole thing about it. For sure. I totally get it. All indie yeah. games. Um, And because uh, but, but the majority of them are just unknown to me. So there isn't really some like heavy hitters where I could be like, whoa, this is coming. They got this one, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, Eggs of so the Gungeon just, was really the, the big one that stuck in mind. And that was their one more thing at the end, and, for sure. And exactly. Swery's new game, but we already have some new about that one. Yeah. yeah. Um, so just personally, it was it felt more of a sleeper. Um, okay. I can call it a few ones that I think look good, but is there anything else you wanted to say, Paul? Yeah, no, that's what I was going to do. Baldo looks great. Holy crap, that uh, animation looks good. That's the one that looks like a Studio Ghibli uh, yeah, that one game. animated real nice. Yeah, that, that was really one. cool looking. Uh, I liked the following one. I am dead. I think that one looked pretty cool. Oh, also see, I didn't neat. like that one at all. <laughs> okay. Well, it it looks fine. Um, seeing Cyanide and Happiness made me realize that I don't think I've ever liked a Cyanide and Happiness game, and that comic is okay though. I don't mind it. Yeah, I didn't. That didn't do much for me at all. Quantum League looks worse than the PC version, obviously, uh, but For that sure, still yeah. looks like that game where you play a bunch of times and it makes clones each time of what you did the last turn. Good Life Here's, is what I'm looking for. This one, I to. think, is the biggest news. Uh, last Campfire, new game from uh, Hello Games. From Hello. Developers behind No Man's Sky. Sure. Um, just kind of cool to see them doing something new. Sure. Um, it was cool to see Pixel Junk get brought up again it's been a minute since i've seen a pixel junk thing but eden 2 is coming out uh eldest souls looks exact like um almost like uh titan souls that indie game where like it was just a boss rush thing but instead of using just a single arrow which was kind of the gimmick for that one this seems just like 
I don't know, a hack and slash. Oh, this game looks exactly like Children of Morta. Yeah, I'm looking forward like to it. Always. And then, of course, moving out. Like I'm moving out. Yeah, I'm excited no, about moving here. out, but also because it's only going to have local co-op. Mm-hmm. Which, after playing um, Overcooked Two and just seeing how much that game improved with online co-op, it just yeah. seems like such a step back. Yeah, I mean, there's still the Steam sharing or Steam local couch mode or whatever it is. Right, but I, yeah, I mean, I ideally I would play this on Xbox. No, that's mm-hmm. fair. That's fair. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's just my one complaint. Moving out looks fantastic. It's just yeah. so much easier in this post-coronavirus world to sure. not have someone come over to my house. Sure. Fair. All right. Um. All right. Continuing on. these, uh, I added these stories. Uh, Rainbow Six Siege, they put out a little release uh, explaining kind of their thought process of the next consoles and what Rainbow Six Siege is going to work with this. Um. I bring this up because this is kind of the first thing I had seen about how a developer is going to help tackle the whole new SKU thing. And I'll just read you yeah. the full statement since it's pretty good. Uh, the question was, year five will also see the launch of new consoles from Microsoft and Sony. How is the Siege team approaching the next generation? Uh, and the response, which I actually don't know who this is because I'm looking at a screenshot, uh, is Siege is going to be on the new consoles. The only thing we are communicating right now is the fact that we are supporting cross-generation matchmaking. For example, PlayStation 5 players can play with PlayStation 4 players, and Xbox Series X players can play with Xbox One players. The game will be backwards compatible, meaning that you can take your disc of Rainbow Six Siege on PS4 and put it in your PS5, or take your Xbox One disc and put it in your Xbox Series X. What we know for sure is that we don't want to break our community to split our community and we don't want to make you buy another Rainbow Six Siege at full price. Right. Which makes sense. And I think there's a few there's a few key things we can take out of here and kind of hyperanalyze. Full price, I think, is is one of those. Uh, Ubisoft was the developer who last gen uh, had that like $10 upgrade initiative for like Assassin's Creed 4. If you wanted like the Xbox One version, the PS4 version, and you already had it on a, on the 360 or, or PlayStation 3, that could be hinting that it's kind of going that route again. That's kind of that's that's my interpretation of that. Is they is there going to be mean, something similar? That was successful for them, right? Right. Xbox or Microsoft has come out saying um, they're not going to be charging for that kind of stuff. You buy it once, you get it, and Project Red jumped mm-hmm. on board and said, oh, we're going to follow this initiative for, for um, Witcher and Cyberpunk. No, not Witcher, uh, for Cyberpunk. Um, yeah. Uh, so it'll be kind of interesting to see if, if developers are going to go against that. Uh, I think, I, you know, we kind of mentioned, I feel like it, once the community latches onto this, it's they're going to just attack developers who don't give this up for free. Mm-hmm. Probably. Um. But, you know, at the start of the co- the launch will be kind of your first chance to implement whatever weird pricing you want. And then, you know, the industry will just kind of massage that out. They have been saying they kind of want to look at the idea of a free to play model with Siege, too, as well. So who knows? Maybe that's the way they implement this a little bit more. Start charge because they still charge for their seasons like every year. So they're still getting like the $40 or whatever every year. Right, and I I believe you still need to pay to buy that game, don't you? That game is not free. 
That's what right. I'm saying. They've been looking into the idea of right. making it free sure. to play. Yeah. Right. I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't do that and then just, yeah, charge yeah. for what is essentially your battle pass and it comes that's, with the new characters or whatever. That's kind of the way multiplayer is going anyway. So these days, yeah, that's that's the standard. Um Yeah. Yeah, yep. it, it'll be interesting. Um, so I'm assuming if you do put your disc in or you just transfer over your, you know, PlayStation 4 SKU of that game, it's just not going to look and run the nicest. So it'll be running just like an inferior version of it unless you paid or didn't pay to unlock the new generation SKU, you know, the right. upgrade. Maybe maybe they're just selling you, you know, if last time it was a $10 up, uh, like unlock code to access the 4k resolution or whatever right it remains to be seen but we'll find out in the coming months yep sea of stars was announced this is the new game from sabotage studio the developers behind the messenger yeah yeah um nothing really to add to that we're just fans of the messenger so i brought up that they have a new game coming out looks very it looks fucking great yeah yeah i'm i'm super into it but yeah there's like an nothing rpg to talk about old yet. school rpg <laughs> yeah yeah uh right now there's a kickstarter if this is something you're interested in and they have a trailer and they, obviously and they have made it just <clears throat> like for people wondering already so oh like it passed the kickstarter thing you're saying yeah their kickstarter goal is 130 well i see it in canadian 133 uh thousand and they have 166 252 Right. So, I did not know yeah. Sabotage Studios was Canadian. Yeah, Montreal, I believe. Yep. Uh, yep. Quebec City. Yep. Well, never mind. So yep. I guess Quebec, yeah, sorry. Quebec, yeah. Um, but yeah, so check that out if that's an interest to you. Yeah. Uh, Steam has their Spring Game Festival going on right now. Uh, just kind of a PSA. There's 40 plus game demos that are you can play for free until March 23rd. Yeah. Okay. That's the thing because this is the stuff that they would have shown at gdc right like a bunch of these yeah well that's cool probably um no because like jeff keatley was basically like hey this is what we're doing yeah this is the initiative to get these indies that spent all this time like getting gdc ready to actually show their game out to the world cool stuff uh gdc was postponed as we know a couple a month ago or whatever it was um the replacement date has been announced it is going to be held again in san francisco on august 4th to 6th okay i'll i'll believe it when i see it yeah hopefully this is blown over by then so we'll see but uh yeah so there's their plan uh final fantasy 7 Uh, Square issued a quick statement on Twitter basically saying, hey, for people who pre-ordered physical copies of the remake, those might get delayed due to the coronavirus. Um, Yeah. Just kind of bring this up as kind of the first time I'm seeing games starting to get delayed because of it. I'm sure it's not the last time. No, definitely not. As someone who has a physical copy of that coming, I hope mine doesn't get delayed. (laughs) I mean, people are already complaining like Animal Crossing, if they order from Amazon, is getting delayed by like two days, so... Sure. And that game was probably more up the pipeline than this is. Yeah. Um, Okay, this news came today, and this is batshit insane. This is terrible. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Oh, God. Kotaku, I saw Vice also got this article, um, got a statement from GameStop basically saying 
that they can stay open during lockdown because they consider themselves essential retail. Look, my my job straight up depends on being able to buy games. They're not essential. (laughs) They're really not. (laughs) Yeah. As someone who worked for that company for a number of years, they're really not essential. Also, this doesn't even remotely surprise me that they would pull this shunt, this stunt. Uh, I'm just going to read you some of these, some choice quotes. Uh, quote from their article, due to the products we carry that enable and enhance our customers' experience in working from home, we believe GameStop <laughs> is classified as essential retail and therefore is able to remain open during this time. Oh my god. Uh, I'll read you one other quote because this is where it gets really crazy. Um, uh, We have received reports of local authorities visiting stores in an attempt to enforce closure despite our classification. Store managers are approved to provide the document linked below to the law enforcement as needed. And the document basically says, uh, please just contact GameStop HQ. Um, We're supposed to be allowed to remain open. I don't get how they're allowed to do this. Uh, they're probably not, which means don't be surprised in the next day or two if you either see a class action lawsuit or you see them yep. forcibly shut down by by uh, local states and governments. Yeah, this kind of came on the back. I was seeing over the last couple of days, some people were reporting like, why is GameStop still open? I've been talking to, you know, X number of employees who are just kind of like, they don't know why they're open. Oh, they're I know why they're open. that they're open. I know why they're open. They, it's it's really fucking simple. Is it if they, they're essential retail? No. Yep. God, no. <laughs> it's because if they close, they're going to lose so much money, they're actually going to go bankrupt and have to close more stores. Totally. They're literally trying yeah. to avoid bankruptcy. This is why they're doing this. And it's but this it, weird gray area because legally, for their stockholders, like they have to do whatever they can to like not do that. <laughs> it's weird. But right. this is But gross. also legally, like for example, the San Francisco Bay Area, Everything you have to stay inside. You are not allowed to go outside. Sure, but that's not federally is the thing, right? Yeah, like that's the thing. That's but I know why this is also supposed to be closed unless they're essential. And the essential ones are grocery stores and pharmacies. Yeah, let's be real here. Like, don't be surprised if they're literally just stalling so they can get Doom and Animal Crossing out the door. And then after they have those sales, then like they I'm kind of thinking that, too. I'm literally expecting if they they're going to announce something on Monday. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, now we're closed for a while. I think so too. Yeah. Also, yeah. the best part about this is that um, Daniel Ahmed posted yep. th- the thing that, like, to be fair, they are essential for this guy, and it's the dude that <laughs> wrote about using GameStop as a bank. As a bank. I forgot about every that. payday. <laughs> he would just go pre-order as much things as he could using his whole paycheck, and then taking out money by canceling pre-orders when he needed them. <laughs> it's really good. So uh, I also saw another one. This is um, from the hard times. Um, GameStop refuses to close doors unless local authorities sign up for power up rewards. That's another good one. <laughs> That's, That's a another good one. Good one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is this is actually insane. This is this is absolutely crazy. Uh, it also makes me just like want to never shop at GameStop again. I don't have that luxury because I have, yeah. they're they're like the only store that carries some of the weird, obscure shit I like to get physically. 
But uh, you can't do Amazon. I feel like no, Amazon, Amazon doesn't everything. carry some of the ones I like to pick up that GameStop does. It's really weird. Oh, okay, it's kind that of frustrating, weird. honestly. But like, uh, I don't know if it's going to be different for EB Games. I'm not sure because usually the Canadian office is a bit more sane. Well, also the um, it's a, it's it's technically a different company, isn't yeah. it? It's technically yeah. a different company, and also uh, we're not as locked down as the U.S. is right now. We have a lot yeah. fewer cases by comparison. That's true. Like, wait till like Vancouver or Toronto passes something because those yeah. are your guys' hotspots. Yeah. yeah, I'm honestly um, my expectation is probably like that Monday I said for GameStop might actually just be Canada's, and then like a week later, America's has no choice but to do it. That yeah. wouldn't surprise yeah. me. It's but, gross, and I feel bad for the employees. But like my my local EB, half their staff is already out sick. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I this was an actual shock to me when I saw these headlines. It's come crazy. Absolutely so, crazy. So I saw people also stressing like, hey, Reggie is not on the board of directors yet. So like all those <laughs> all those companies, like those CEOs they have coming on there, they don't get control until like sometime in april well, th- that, well the thing is that they're not going to get control they're just it's just an advisory board they're going to say yeah Here's but some like ideas th- th- i would hope their advisories what the fuck are you doing <laughs> probably but i mean i'm just saying like it's not like their word that like controls it i know so. yeah but still like still is fucking yeah. stupid <laughs> yeah it sucks it's it's awful to those employees and my heart goes out to them yeah, Sean, yeah. as someone who also used to work there, are you really fucking glad we don't work there anymore? Yeah. I'm, I, and just in general, I'm very fortunate I can work from home. Um, yeah. You know, just to shout out a couple of retail places I have seen on Twitter, uh, the Lego store and Hot Topic, of all places, have mm-hmm. both said they're going to do paid time off during this for their employees. They do not want them working. Good for them. I mean, here's the thing is that you you can afford to be good if you have the money to GameStop can't afford to do that. Like, honestly, GameStop should have just closed a while ago. I just kind of want them to die out. (laughs) Right. I am surprised they still exist. Yeah. Yeah. Like the bad part is that they're just endangering people, their employees, and they're making it okay for people to go out to those stores when people are not supposed to be going near each other. But yeah. All right. Some lighter news. Last bit of news here. We got the 12 finalists for the World Video Game Hall of Fame sent in. Yep. Um, This is the Strong National Museum of Play announced the 2020 uh, World Hall of Fame finalists. Are they only doing a couple? Like what what exactly? They they usually do a couple at a time. Yeah. Because right now. So they have 12. We should go through the list and then. I think we should like pick a couple we think should win. I actually it, think it, all it's of a these strong list from what I saw. Yep. Um, the list here is Snake. Yep. Uh, Smash Bros. Melee. Where yep. in the world is Carmen Sandiego? Yeah. Uncharted Two. Yep. Goldeneye. Yeah. Guitar Hero. Yeah. Centipede. Bejeweled. Minecraft. NBA Jam. King's Quest and Frogger. Those are all exemplary games. Honestly, nope. I'm kind of surprised to see Guitar Hero there, but I think it should be there. That yep. like, yeah, definitely. Um, so I bring it to you. If you can only pick three. I mean, Ooh, I'm going to fill it th- out right now. I need to There's see no that list again. To. Here, I'm going to put this in our chat. I'll put it in the actual uh, chat too. 
You can pick. And it three. looks like they they do bring a couple each year. They have a list of the p- games that have already been in there, and they do have a few for each year. Some of the past games are like Donkey Kong, Doom, Final Fantasy VII, Halo, uh, Zelda One, Minecraft. Uh, sorry, Microsoft Solitaire. Good for them. Okay. All right. This is a strong list. Let's see here if I can narrow this down to three. I chose Minecraft as mine that I voted for. So you can only, you can only vote for one. You vote for one. Yeah. They grab the top three that remove that gets the most public votes, but each person can only do one. Okay. Well, you, what, what are, what are your three? If you were going to pick the three, uh, Minecraft, I'm just looking at the list here again. So one ones that I don't quite think should be here is, I don't know about where in the world is Carbon San Diego should be on this list. That seems like one of the weaker ones. I don't know. I think it's one of the stronger ones because it's like one of the best well-known edutainment games and it literally spawned multiple TV shows. Okay, sure. Okay. I'm going to be the bad guy. Smash Bros. Melee shouldn't be on here. Yeah, I'm actually going to agree with you on that. Yeah, that would be another one. I also... Centipede and Snake are so similar in my mind. Yeah, I I agree. I think Snake earns it more than Centipede. That one's hard for me. I don't actually know which one of them I would choose. <laughs> I'm going to drop Uncharted 2 as well. I'm just going to say sequels maybe not the best idea to have here. Well, so yeah. I disagree with you there because I would say that is the best Uncharted. That is the best Uncharted, but uh, most people would also say Melee is the best Smash Bros. Right, for sure. But that, that's why I'm saying like I don't think it being a sequel should disqualify it. Because mm. um, like, and I fundamentally think both of those sequels it, did it's, something it's much a better, bigger than the first But here's one. the thing, like it's a better game than Uncharted 1, I agree. And Melee is a better game than 64. But it's not groundbreaking. I don't know. I don't think any of the Uncharted should be on there. I feel most of these other games in some way, shape, or form are more groundbreaking than these two sequels that are here. I would also argue Bejeweled 2 should also not be there because of that. uh, I think it's just Bejeweled 1, isn't it? Oh, is that? I thought that was a 2 on that. No, you're right. That is Bejeweled 1. Never mind then. Take that back. Um... Yeah, I think it's it's definitely lower on the list, but like I still do think Uncharted Two was quite like a milestone for games when that came out. That was that was pretty impressive. It seems weird. Frogger isn't already mentioned, but a in, lot of there. these also already feel like they should be in there. Like, how is NBA yeah. Jam not in there? How is Minecraft not in there? I honestly, yeah. I think I'm with Paul. I think Minecraft is the number one. Yeah, slot Minecraft here. would de- definitely get yeah. one of my votes. My personal vote for three would be. Uh, one of them I'm I'm bouncing off of. Uh, I think Minecraft and GoldenEye should be in there. And okay. uh, I'm bouncing between NBA Jam and Guitar Hero. I'm thinking I'm going to give it a Guitar Hero simply because of the genre it launched. That's also why yeah, I put I, GoldenEye in there because of the genre it launched. I would do I know, Hero, I know that game has sure. aged really bad because I literally raced it last night. I've literally oh, played gross. GoldenEye yesterday. So, so. I like those that three, but like... I feel like Bejeweled needs to be in here. Bejeweled also kind of should be in there. Like it's, match three is it like is a big deal. Phone now. games. Hello. These are like, all big deal. Really, they should all be allowed in. It's kind of dumb winners. that they're just it's, picking three out of this. It's group just of 12. to be yeah. nominated is is a prize. Yeah, Frogger should also be in here. Like Frogger should be in here. But like Minecraft might be one of the most important innovations in all of gaming, let alone I think the last all, decade. I think we all agree Minecraft is number one here, right? Guitar Hero, I would put in there because I love it and it's so important to me. And then the fact that Frogger's not already in there, that's probably just my third because it's like, why the fuck isn't Frogger already in this? What? 
It's Frogger. Do you guys, guys, it is Frogger. And it's, I don't even have strong opinions about Frogger because who fucking cares about Frogger? But like, all right. Wow. I don't know if these are all the inductees here, but this is the list of currently inducted into the into the Hall of Fame, the World Video Game Hall of Fame. Uh, okay. Colossal Cave Adventure, which is uh, it looks like a Commodore 64 game. Okay. Because I see a cassette yeah. tape. Uh, the original Donkey Kong. The original sure. Doom. Yep. Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. Grand Theft Auto, Grand Theft Auto 3. Yeah. Halo 1. Okay. And if Halo 1's in there, then I can see the argument for maybe not adding GoldenEye. Yeah, uh, that's... Mm-hmm. But didn't jo- GoldenEye come first? Yeah, but the Halo... Like, GoldenEye is what started console FPSs, and then Halo is what improved it and kind of made it, like, a big deal. Sure. But then again, the, that's saying, in terms of, like, his history... Yeah. Uh, John Madden Football. Okay. Specifically, it shows a Genesis version, but I'm going to assume let's just go back all the way to the original. Uh, Zelda 1. Dude, Sol- this list is real long. Yeah, Solitaire, <laughs> whole list. Mortal Kombat okay. 1, Oregon Trail, Pac-Man, Pokemon Red and Green, Pong. Oh, this is bringing up more than I thought. Uh, Sims 1. You're actually nearing the end. So yeah, Sims 1, Sonic 1, Space Invaders, Space War, which makes sense to have there. Street Fighter 2 and, and Mario Brothers 1. Super Mario Brothers 1. All classics. Every single so one of these. So it seems like they started this in 2015 because it was Super Mario Bros. and Pong. Yeah. And Pac-Man. Mm. Like, of course those are in there. Yeah. Sure. Okay. I think I got to do Minecraft, Bejeweled. Like, yeah, maybe Frogger. I would love to get Guitar Hero in there. Yeah. I, I feel like Guitar I, Hero probably earned its right. I think so. It also just th- those games fizzled out so fast. Mm. I, I yeah. wouldn't say fast; like they lasted two generations, right? But then they're just like, "That's it; they're done." <laughs> like they're, I, no one is making a new one of those. Yeah, but no one's making new Frogger games either. So <laughs> let's be real here. That's not true. Crossy Road came out a few years ago. Oh, son of a bitch! Castle came right. out um, <laughs> the other month, and it's not great. But I, I loved Crossy Road. <laughs> Also, they came out with a new Frogger. Remember on Apple Arcade, it had a new Frogger. Oh, shit, you're right. There is a new Frogger. Never mind. (laughs) All right, that's it for news. If you want to send in questions, uh, because we're about to do questions, it's topdownperspective at gmail.com, at TDP Podcast on Twitter, the Discord channel, or John's P.O. Box. Uh, I'll read this first question from JunkieGS. You are now in charge of revitalizing a dead IP. You can do whatever you want with it, but if it is not successful, you will die. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, Jesus. What do you choose and what do you do uh, to make it a success? Well, here's the question. What constitutes successful here? Because I could just choose like a Nintendo IP and then I'd be safe. True. Like I, like I want F-Zero back and I know enough people that want F-Zero back that it would probably Dude. sell at least a million copies. F-Zero is going to be my answer and it would be a first person racer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I wouldn't want it to be a first person racer. I don't like first person racing. Yeah, man. It'll go so fast you can't even see anything except for like a little cone in front of you. Mm-hmm. Right. Um Well then pick then don't pick a Nintendo one if you need to make it a little harder for yourself or something. I guess, yeah. Alright, if we're not, if we're gonna take it that way. Hmm. First off, you gotta find a dead dead IP, right? Yeah. E.T. 
<laughs> All right. Let's just yeah, let's just pick one for for the group. How do we make it good enough that it's going to be a success? And I think success is it like you know, is financially profitable in some way. It's a huge hit. It's a first person shooter where your only weapon is your finger and then you zap people and at the end of each level you have a phone that you call home on. See, I don't but is anyone? I don't think people care about ET. I don't think anyone's gonna want to play an ET game. I don't know. They did an ET commercial for like the Super Bowl or something last year, and people were in love with that. That's true. They did bring him back, and they got the original actor of the kid. It was for yeah. uh, like an AT and T ad, some something like that. Yeah. Five <laughs> like, well, Paul's dead. <laughs> this is like Shark Tank, but you just get killed if they don't take your deal. So how do you make so what do we do to make ET cool? I don't think ET's cool. Do you give him like sunglasses and like a backwards cap? Isn't this literally the problem we had in like the 360 generation where they try to make everything too edgy? Yeah. This is just Shadow the Hedgehog and Bomberman X Zero all over again. You play that game like every month. <laughs> no, I don't. I feel like you're always playing Bomberman X Zero. I have not played Bomberman X Zero in like three years at least. You're clean, you've been clean for three years. I'd oh love to see it. I don't ET what man you picked a super dead IP. Yeah. <laughs> but we have to revitalize it. We do we do have to revitalize it. Um You have to put boobs okay. in there somewhere. I just don't know where. So I was going to go the other way. You have to put building in there, like crafting. Okay. So Minecraft Yeah, you have to craft ET, the right? phone to phone home or you can have the craft the spaceship to get you home. What if it's like a survival game and you're oh, ET? God. So there's okay. so there's like survival mechanics and you have to like craft a you know, fires and stuff. Maybe you're like lost Ooh, in the forest. This is good. And then 99 other ETs drop down from space. <laughs> <laughs> and the last one gets the phone. <laughs> you got to find a bike. You got to find a kid. And you got to find a blanket. And then <laughs> and they're all racing at the end. Right. So, but the circle is just cops, right? Yeah. Like Holding walkie talkies. Yeah. 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 I think we're all dead. Yeah. Yeah. So you just, you just want a 1980s battle royale at that point. To, to be fair, if that game exists, it might be better to be dead. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to live in this world anymore. Suku Suku writes in and says, favorite and least favorite ice levels. All of New Super Luigi U. Actually, sorry. The answer to least favorite ice levels is all of them. Yeah. I'm looking up ice levels right now favorite, to see if there's favorite is kirby's because you never have to touch the ice that's true okay. the hard thing with the ice level is like you, when you stand on it you're immediately not having fun anymore yeah yeah true. um although ori has an ice area and you don't slide right well here's the thing that's that's literally like the deal breakers like do you actually have to deal with ice physics yes or no if it's just cosmetic then it's fine yeah true. i think that's true yeah um, I'm going to assume by w them saying ice level means you do have to. Otherwise, it would be yeah. snow themed level or whatever. Right. In that case, none of them are good, probably. Right. So, yeah, a good level where, where it's slippery, right? Yeah. Sometimes they're fun to do in like racing games, but that's probably about it. The, the the weird thing is though is as much as they're like not great, I don't want them to be like removed forever because I I want to like have platformers that have 
you know, here's the challenge for this world. It's everything's are slippery. Like I want to have an ice level in a Mario game. Mm. Okay. Sure. And it's never going to be my favorite, but it's almost like it's like a it's like a necessary sacrifice. It has to be there so that everything else is better. If that makes sense. It's like it's like added flavor, essentially. Yeah. yeah. Like it keeps things interesting. Yeah, I can if, understand that. If there is no bad, how can we tell what is good? That's true. Ooh. If nothing is ice, isn't everything just ice? Oh, God. <laughs> wow. All right, next question, also from Sukusuku. Should every game allow remapping controls? Yes. Yep. Uh, sure, there will always be a default, and more options are almost always appreciated, but uh, are there game any games where it shouldn't be? Nope. No. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a control scheme that's so iconic that changed it, uh, changing it would be detrimental in some way or grant an unfair advantage. No. No. And if games always had remappable controls, would gaming be different as we know it today? Yes. yes. It'd be more approachable. Yep. Uh, where, where would we be without WAST or right trigger console FPS? So I know this question is pretty like, easy as we just slowly answered it as we went through. Um, yeah. I do think there is something kind of d- interesting about the last part um if if you were able to remap the controls all the way like i don't know if we would get to the standard like left trigger to aim right trigger to shoot but everyone would have kind of the idea is you can make whatever you want so why do we need a standard when everyone has what they want well because i i I feel like the standard arose because it just it worked out to be like the best like the most natural or yeah but what i'm saying is you don't need a standard if you can just change anything to whatever you want but isn't this like a weird chicken and egg thing it's like well the reason why it feels good to us is because we grew up with it yeah i think it is a chicken and egg thing and i was kind of realizing that as i was saying it because like if if everything was remappable remappable would we still arise at like would we come to the to what it is now Uh, some people would some people wouldn't and that would be okay because the game would yeah. account for that. Yeah, exactly. Because I do think like the A or X button would still be jump. You know, probably like the, the closest one. Like I feel like some things would have would have will would would okay. rise to the top. The standards would still exist, but they just wouldn't need to. Is my point. okay? Oh, for so sure. Yeah, here's yeah. like the actual answer. If you were making a game and the sole purpose of that game was to test people's coordination or something, then you have to make it so it's the literal same for everybody across the board because that's literally the point of the game is how people deal with this thing. So, like, the actual answer is you could if you made your game based around the idea that that needs to be part of the gameplay. Otherwise, if you're just making a game and it's like you interact with the world in whatever way you want, they don't really care, then it should be remappable. I just, I did play some of the uh, Call of Duty uh, Warzone. Okay. Uh, this week, and the ping system is up on the D pad, and oh, okay. I hate that so much. I hate it so goddamn much. Um, you know, I, I play a lot of Apex, and I'm so used to just using the right bumper. And what's really great about that is I can ping things while I am moving and while I am uh, looking around. Like it is not interfering with my two thumbs. Mm-hmm. but for that up one i have to either stop running or I have to like reach across the controller and stop aiming can you change that? Ping something or no i don't yeah, know you, you be able to. i didn't i didn't look oh. into it i'm just going off the default controls okay yeah yeah, yeah. Um, i got you uh so that that's a just a side anecdote also i did, didn't answer you fully last week you can be revived from death even after the uh the whole they can buy you back thing. Yes. they can buy you yeah. back yeah 
that gulag thing is so weird. Yeah. Yeah. Especially how you just have to like wait for your turn to one v one this guy. So you're just like running around looking at two dudes fighting. Yeah, is, it's pretty it's, funny. It's, one of the, it's like the most gamey thing of this of a battle royale <laughs> mode I can think of. Uh, all right, Boko writes. I've been clearing out the stock room at my job, a chain department store, and I found out that we still have our old demo station for the PlayStation Three. I know a few of you used to work at EB Games. Did you ever have anything that hung around much longer than necessary? All the time. I remember when uh, Sean and I were working in the same store, we still had our, our uh, DS download kiosk, which I think became obsolete like multiple years before. Where were uh, like in the back? I don't remember that. It was hidden in the front, actually. Um, remember where I used to keep the stereo? Like, Underneath yeah. that. It, in it like a hidden compartment was actually where the download DS like it behind the desk. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'll take your word for it. I don't remember that at all. Yeah. I remember at the front of the store, we had the, uh, we, I think we had a, Wii set up that had, was it Tatsunoku versus Capcom three. We was in the back. Uh, and the PS three was the one in the front, the one that always had motor storm on. Oh yeah. That, I don't quite remember that one, but I'll take your word for it. There must have been stuff in the back room, though, that was super old. Oh, yeah. Totally. Like uh, all the EBs I've worked at, like depending on how managed it was, there was always just like leftover old stuff. But usually head office wanted it back to try to recoup some like some money off of them. Yeah. Uh, we also got to like take home like promotional stuff, I think, like posters. Uh, yeah. Well, you what... you weren't supposed to. Oh, I took a bunch but, of posters. But <laughs> every staff member did it. Like, uh, one thing that people might not realize, like guidebooks for games, you're we're not yeah, like once they're like getting they're getting rid of them, we're not allowed to give them away to people. They get zeroed out of the system. You rip off the the cover of them, yeah, and then throw the rest away and mail in the cover to get the reimbursement. Yeah, that's a classic like magazine thing. Yeah, yeah. 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 Shit's weird, man. Linebeck, final question has, what's a question you've always dreaded getting at job interviews? For me, it's always been my mental medical history, as I have to be completely honest about it, but it can cost me the job pretty easily. That's That sounds bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the I can, one I, I can hate... say for me down here, yeah, yeah. I don't mention the visa until I have to. Sure. Because it is such a thing. Because I want them to. So that's the thing. Is like, I don't know exactly this person's scenario, but to me, I would like, I would not mention it. Like, I would lie, whatever the real bad thing is. If you knew it, it was such a deal breaker. Sure. Um, because I kind of go into into it with the mindset of like, I want them to want me. I want them to like basically be offering me that job and then go, oh, by the way, there's this. And I know that can be hit or miss for, you know, how you want to look into it. Sure. Um, I hate anything that's like, actually, it was just in the chat. Like, what's your biggest weakness? What do you think your biggest flaw is or whatever? Because it's like, well, you got, you got an hour. <laughs> we could go but over isn't everything. The strategy, they're always like, you know, you pick something that's not like terrible. And then you say, you know, I have this and this is how I manage it. Mm -hmm. And this is how I'm improving it. Isn't that kind of the whole. I mean, yeah, you can bullshit literally whatever you want for sure. 
with any question. Right, that, that's I don't. I guess my thing is is that reading this question, I don't have a thing where like if I answer this, that I'm probably not going to get the job. So I don't actually. I can't relate, unfortunately. Sure. You have anything, John? Not really. No. To be fair, I've been on both sides of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, having to like obviously do the questions and asking the questions someone else. Like I hired Sean. He did so. Yeah. He so like honestly, how it was, Batman was. Uh, he yeah. also asked me uh, something about deactivating a bomb. Good. You do remember I asked you that. Yeah. One of my favorite questions to ask was like, "You're locked in a room. You've got a bomb. There are three colored cords on it. Which one do you cut and why?" And it was a test to see uh, how they would take action and their like logistical thinking around it. I think my answer was something like, well, in TV shows, it's always the red one, but that one seems like too obvious. So I'd probably yeah. pick like not the red one. Yeah, I think you actually answered green. I, I'll, I don't remember that, but I'll take your word for it. I, I Yeah, I remember <laughs> that. I remember you asking me how Batman was because he sold it to me a week prior. Yeah. All right, that's going to do it for questions. If you have questions for next week, it is topdownperspective at gmail.com, at TDP Podcast on Twitter, the Discord channel, or John's P.O. Box. Uh, what's your game of the week? Ori. Uh, Ori. Yeah, mine's Ori as well. Look at that. Whoa, nice man. agreement. Game Ooh. of the week. That is the game of the week for sure. Uh, if you have Game Pass, g- download it. It's free. Yep. Happy Animal Crossing Day. Happy Doom Day yep. to our listeners. Hopefully you're playing one of those two right now. Um, otherwise, yeah. So we'll see you next week. Uh, next week might be our Murder by Numbers episode. We have to schedule that, but it's soon. It's coming up soon. Bye, guys. Bye.